Garfield by Jim Davis for August 14th, 1978. Does it hurt to rob a cat the wrong way? I don't know. Roar! Yup. Hello and welcome, Catherine. Don't worry, there is a reason for this. But honestly, listeners, she is giving me a look. Welcome to a spooky episode of I Don't Like Mondays. <laughs> Unless you're a Patreon backer, in which case, welcome to an episode of I Don't Like, because this is being released on the 31st of October. Unless you're a Patreon backer, in which case, it's being released on the 24th of October. <laughs> My name is Vampire Q Skeleton and <laughs> Are you done? Are you quite finished? <laughs> Please introduce yourself with no, the spooky Frankenstein I, name. I'm Cat. Hello everyone. Oh Black Cat Kelly, unlucky for some. Unlucky for you in a moment. In a minute, mate. A lady stopped me in the street and she said she was a witch. And she offered to show me her cat. I thought, well, that's a little familiar. That's very good. <laughs> ooh! Unless you you're a Patreon backer, in which case, just, ooh, it's just a day! Ah! Do you reckon the listeners can hear the fact that I'm doing, you're like, doing the scary jazz hands? Yes, scary jazz hands. They're not, not scary, it's like, ooh! It's scary it's jazz hands. It's vampire jazz hands. It's vampire jazz hands. Are you finished? Or have we got more of this? No, I'm to quite I'm quite enjoying this energy. Try it. It'd be a, a ghost. It's not it was sort of like a it was like you were going for a kind of Transylvanian vampire. Yeah. Like like doing a being a Dracula. Being being one of the Dracula. But you'd yes. you'd like sort of abandoned the Eastern European accent, so it just sounded like a very English man kind of going, ooh. Yeah, like like a man who's sat on a thumbtack. Yeah. Oh! yeah. And then the vicar yeah. saw. Oh! Yeah. And then his trousers fell down. Oh! Or like someone stood on some Lego in the middle of the night. Oh! Yeah. We... Is, that, is that what happens with a Dracula, do you reckon? They stand on a Lego. And that's how, like, um, that's how the first Dracula happened. Like he, he, stood, he, he stood on a, on a Lego in the middle of the night and was so and like so horrified, so loudly so he, horrified became that he became a Dracula. Yes, <laughs> we we've got there was a, a DM to our uh, shared I don't like Monday's Twitter account. Gosh, asking, really? Ask uh, like ages ago though, asking about the sort of history of go- you talked about a book about the history of ghosts. Oh shit! I remember seeing that and I was going to reply to yeah. them and I completely and, and forgot because it's a brilliant book. Oh no! I'm sorry that I person. Think I will do the, that. The day before yesterday when I was tidying the front room. Did you find it? I think I found that book, and I it's thought, a great book. We need to message that, but they could have stopped listening. Thinking, I feel terrible. Yeah, bastards. no, because I saw, I saw that, and I thought, oh, ah, I must go and have a look. And then, of course, something else got in the front of my brain. So I'm yes. really sorry. I about tell that. you what, you fill time. I'll tell them that we've remembered this right now. Um, but can you fill time? No, well, if like you can this. look up, look up the no, um, no, it's, it's the name of the book. Well, no, I'm not going to do that. Why? I'll, I'll take to what. what I, so I reckon it was if, it was it was literally I, what, called Ghosts, but and it's got like a black oh, cover with silver on the front. It's really interesting. If, I can't if remember I, what I if I was a podcast listener, yeah. and I heard an episode where I'd previously written in, and their hosts had just forgotten about it and then remembered, 
And then I got to hear live. Oh, this isn't unedited Garfield podcast. Then I, I got to hear live as they were about to send it to me. I personally would find it much funnier if they just sent me a stalling message during the podcast. Yeah, that would be It might be the case that they've they've stopped listening, and I don't blame them. I don't blame them. This is getting boring, even for me. Are you, um, Mm. are you done? Um, yeah, that's it. Um, do you remember History of Ghosts? Um, Yeah, I can't remember what it's called, but if it's upstairs. Vamp for time! Vamp! Settle down, Beavis. Just, you know. But vamp for time. Settle down. What? What? I'm just, you know. It's all a bit much this evening. Well, yeah, that's because this evening... It's not a spooky. It's the, it's the scariest time of the year, unless you're a patron. It's backer. the most scariest time of the year. Ding dong, ding ghosts. Ding dong, ding ghosts. It's the choir of the hells. Uh... When a skeleton rumbles and mummies all crumble and nice, that's what we do. Um, yeah, that's what they do. Are you, why are you typing while we're doing a podcast? Um, Don't do that. Well, it's too late. Oh, well, fair enough. Yeah, no, I need to look up that book because it is a really interesting... Oh, that's a lovely picture on your desktop. It's some a picture dogs. of some ducks. That's nice. Yeah, it is a very interesting um, book. About the history about. of the imagery of ghosts. Not the history of ghosts, because that would be like, how could you that's write a history hi- of ghosts? Well, that's just history. Well, a history of ghosts, I wonder. A history of ghosts can only ever be anything other than, can't be anything other than a history of the sighting of ghosts. Or just history, if you treat get all ghosts as deados. Then or all deados as ghosts. All, all, well, no, all ghosts have to be deados. Unless you get ghosts of things as what aren't deados. Oh, that would be an Oni. I've already. What's? Hang on. Do you what, mean like the ghosts a, of sandals? In a Japan? yokai. That's what I meant. Yokai. To say. A yokai, yeah. not an oni. What's an oni? Oh, is that the, like the, the red-faced man? Who's all, yeah, like, I think it's a red-faced man who's mad grumpy. Ah, in, in Japanese mythology. Yeah, um, I like the sandals. Do you know the little um, the little yokai of sandals, which are mistreated and then are like fuck this shit and start I, causing I, I trouble. Um, and the mum and, and the mum, the man with an eye in his bum. That's yes. very funny to me. Fair, fair warning to both you, Catherine, and listeners. I will be doing exactly the same thing next time we record this podcast because that podcast will be going out to Patreons on October 31st and on the free feed on the 7th of November. And so I will be doing exactly... This isn't me planning for things, I just realised as I was talking. I will be doing exactly this thing, only instead of saying, unless you're a Patreon, it'll be... But only if you're a Patreon. And I'll be doing Great. exactly the same. Great. Shit. I'm really looking forward to that. Do you know what I really look forward to? Is it doing this podcast? It's sitting down with you. You Aww. thought I was going to say Pop-Tarts then. I did. To I'm hark back did, to the previous podcast. But no, it's sitting down yeah. and having a little chin wag. Having a little wife. chat. Having a little chat about ghosts. Top ten ghosts. Top, ten top three, because ten's loads. Right. Number three, as previously mentioned, them sandals. Some some sandals. I don't, yeah. I don't know if they are technically ghosts, though. I think they're well, sort like of, spirits, because yeah. there's a difference between a ghost and a spirit. Yeah. Like, well, 
Is that I? I'd assume. That I thought a ghost was something that was once alive. That's what I'm thinking. Could and you get a, a ghost of a be, tree? I reckon you, you could have a ghost of a tree. Could you have a ghost of a spirit? Well, no, because the spirit's not alive. Isn't it? Surely a spirit is alive. Or I thought a, the spirit a, was like a manifestation of something that is alive. Well, if 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 a spirit carries sufficient energy to be animate and to like flip flop about the place. Oh no, that's a horse. Yeah. But like if a or a donkey or a donkey, other ungulates are mule. available. A horse is ungulates. Don't know. Aren't ungulates like cloven hoofed? Mm, they might not be then. I think, uh, that's, well, I think that's like your basic cow. Mooses are too big, aren't they? Mooses are too big. Have you seen a picture big. of a moose lately? I have actually. It's like a fucking transit van with a hat rack on the front. But with like it's like a massive transit van that someone just put on four cocktail sticks and hoped for the best. Mm. Oh, bison <laughs> have been reintroduced to Kent. <laughs> And they had a baby. There was a baby bison. Did you see the picture of it? I did. Wasn't it adorable? It just looked like a weird little cow. It's a little baby. So I think... uh, Ghosts. Top three ghosts. Well, spirits are inherently... Like, there is is anima to them. They they get about the place, because otherwise they wouldn't be spirits. I mean, I'll like go. They, 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 they I'll yes, and on... you. I'll go with you on this, but because otherwise we'll be here all day and with like the you know the etymology and meaning of the words well, of, no, the, of the terms that you are deploying. But that's what I want to talk. Like, I'd I'd have thought that something having a spirit implies that it interacts with or affects the world somehow. I think something having a spirit um, is a shorthand for the human idea that everything has sort of, as you say, like animus. It has a kind of um, well, uh, no, but like uh, in the so sense, in the sense think... of a yokai, like if you've got a pair of slippers that then get a spirit, they are more active slippers than slippers without the spirit. Yeah. So, so they're active. It's, what's the word? Animism. That's the yeah. word. Yeah. So, in in that sense, they they move about. I mean, we're probably just completely like accidentally pissing on an entire ancient religion here. Listen, what what I'm trying to get come to terms with is: could you have a ghost of a ghost, like a ghost of a spirit? Because I think you could. If a ghost is what remains after a living thing departs and then still fannies about. That's like a kind of stone tape um, sort of idea, isn't it? I reckon. Well, mm, no, I suppose. But it, it's gesturing towards it. Like, the, you know, the idea of... Well, it was the stone tape by Nigel Neal. It was yes. that, um, you know, TV play where the idea was that um, the past had been somehow... You know, the, the stone of something was a recording medium, like a, like a cassette tape. And it had recorded some mysterious, unspecified horror. And that was kind of constantly replaying, which is eerie as fuck. Mm. But would that be the kind of, you know, the echo of a ghost? How can you have an echo of an echo? Yeah. I mean, it's very interesting. But That seems like discharge. That seems to be something. And I don't mean discharge. Ha ha, he said sex, we. I mean, discharge in the sense of like electromagnetic discharge. Yeah. I mean, you, up to a certain point, you just start playing Calvin Ball with this stuff. But Also, you know. I know what my number one ghost is, and I want to know if it's the same as yours. So what are your next two ghosts? Right. We are all right. This is a Garfield podcast, by the way. My name's Guy. Catherine name's Catherine. <sighs> right, okay. We don't edit this. I like the ghosts that apparently walked through the hall in York. That was creepy. Mm-hmm. Like the Romans. Oh, yeah. um, I obviously like Mr. Pipes from Ghostwatch, yeah. because he's horrible. Um, and that scares the shit out of me watch it even though pipes i know when is, he's go- even though horrible. i know when the pipes is going he's to a horrible appear. corner boy is what he is horrible um it's fascinating isn't it that those kind of fun little bits of trickery were done in what was it 1992 mm. um 
Yeah, it was like 30 years ago. On this very day! Actually, potentially on this very day, because it could be Halloween unless you're a Patreon backer, in which case I'm not wangling my hands like a ghost. They went a bit efficient-mailed, didn't they? Like, before it was even a thing. Before efficient had even been mailed. Well, it had been in literature, but not not on television. There was a game for the Mega Drive, an X-Men game, where you had to restart a computer. What you had to do was press the reset button on, on the your Mega own Drive. computer. On your Mega Drive. Really? Um, and because when you do that, it still holds something in the memory of the Mega Drive. Oh, it was a trick? Yeah. That's and, fun. and so while it will bring you back to the title screen, it still holds a couple of things. So, like, if you're playing Sonic 2, if you get the first Chaos Emerald, hit reset, you start on the first level again. But when you go into the special stage, you've already got one Emerald. And so then you get the second Emerald, hit reset. And that's how, one of the ways you can get all seven Chaos Does that Emeralds. not break the game? Nope. How do you mean? Really? Do you mean break the game in the sense that in the sense that it, like it feels a bit sort of stack overflowy? Do you know what I mean? It's no, not gonna, it's not going to glitch out. No, I think because when you when you've got all chaos emeralds, it sets a particular. It will set presumably a flag saying right. you can't get any more of yeah. this. But yeah, that's a way of doing it. And yeah, there was a Mega Drive game where like you're the X Men doing X Men shit. You find a big computer that you need to reset. I don't think there's any indication. Not even like the code is on the back of the CD case. That you I have like to like stuff. literally I'm press really the reset like, button on your computer. I Mega really, drive. really like stuff that fucks about with the formatting of the medium mm. and just kind of goes, ah, oh, fuck well, you. Been, been quiet. You might need to Is be that? A bit, yeah, you might need to be a bit um, louder. You do this every time, and every time it's fine. Yeah, I know, but look at this in this case. Cause... I can't be louder. I'm just talking at my normal volume. I cannot be louder. You can't just say yeah, but be no, louder. No, but you can because you started talking like this. No, I didn't. I was just you, talking you... in my ordinary voice. No, but you. Mm. And I'm not going to wear my throat out. <clears throat> Yelling into a Sharif microphone like for Garfield. Wear your throat out. Wear your throat out. Um, what were we talking about then? Favorite ghosts. Don't um, wear your throat inside. You won't feel the benefit when you wear it out. Favorite ghosts. Who else is a good ghost? I mean, you are. What's your favorite ghost? You can. T- you know what my favorite ghost is. You. You know. Do look, I? Look deep in my eyes, and you know. Is it a Metal Gear thing? No, it's not. It's not. It's a metal thing. Not is a it, is it a Transformers thing? thing? What's the best? Is it the ghost of, like, Megatron or whatever it Oh, was? Megatron. It's the ghost of Starscream! It's Starscream's yes. ghost. <laughs> Starscream's ghost is the best ghost. That's all right. Because his unfinished business was stabbing Megatron in the back. <laughs> Um, I saw a meme today which was very good, which was like three mugs. It said, like, the three genders. One of them was she, her. One of them was they, them. And the other one was, like... um cool hat <laughs> and someone had put like um little uh boss word pictures underneath of transformers <laughs> and the first one i think was rc and i can't remember what the second one was and the third one was starscream, starscream with wearing it. his crown <laughs> cisformers literally just cars <laughs> um yeah starscream's ghost he, yeah like, he was good de- death yeah. cannot stop him because he's such a dickhead yeah a Starscream second. It's like a New York second. It's the, <laughs> it's the precise, time it takes it's the for Megatron of, to stop it's his It's the time. amount of time that it takes for Megatron to complain about a small splinter in his in his hand and Starscream to declare himself supreme leader, himself of, the leader of the Decepticons. Yes. <laughs> Megatron, I see that you have briefly turned to one side. Now I, Starscream... He really makes me laugh. There's he just does. something about it. It's because he's a total shit. He's an absolute <laughs> dickwad. Just a total shit lord. And that and that's why you like him. I think I think as well. I think he's comfortable with being a shit. <laughs> like I think Starscream has made his peace with being an absolute asshole. And I, I respect that. I really respect yeah, that. You, like Starscream knows what he's doing. Yeah. 
He's he's got that hustle. He's that grind life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but Starscream wouldn't grind because Starscream that would involve wouldn't grind. that would involve doing some actual work. Starscream would find somebody who has ground. Yeah, and then and, take the credit, and then and then stab them in the back or kick them yeah. into a, a large crevasse. Is Starscream like a kind of does he does he carry some of the spirit of Patches within him? Do you think? Well, I so, this is interesting, and I'm I'm very grateful for you trying to knit together two of my interests. This is <laughs> genuinely. I like. Patches is a backstabbing, two-faced bastard for riches, whereas Starscream is a backstabbing, two-faced bastard for power. And you could argue that one gets the other, and vice versa. I suppose it's two sides of the same coin, really. But the thing, the thing is, I don't think Patches would ever be like. I don't think he'd be happy if he had power, because no, then people would come notice for him. him. Yeah. And I don't think Starscream would be happy with riches unless those riches could buy him power. Mm. I th- like in the same way. So right, you're gonna have to go with me here, <laughs> listeners. You can fast forward the next five minutes. Like this is going to appeal I'm, to. I'm very sorry for bringing this on you. This is going to appeal to maybe. Then again, the people who listen to this, it's, it's, this might this be is the best target episode. audience. This is yeah. where it's. So do you know the Power Masters? No. So the Power Masters were a subsection of Transformers, where in the the comics continuity. They were poisoned by a kind of bad fuel. And so some guys were like, all right, we'll go undergo like body modification to become your engines. So there was a guy what called... What the fuck? Oh, yeah, like... Um, was this in the British comic? Right, okay, some, it was in the British weird... comics, like, right. The, there were other stories, like, like I think the animation had a different explanation for what their deal was. Um, but yeah, like were the people who did the British Transformers comics super? Were they left unsupervised? Is that I, what happened? I, th- I think Simon Furman was. I think the I think the issue. Oh, they were just sort of wound up and set, the, set off and left to their own as devices. As far as I'm aware, the Marvel comics from America were released like once every four weeks or five weeks, like monthly or something like that. Whereas the British comics were either fortnightly. Or oh, weekly. so much more frequent, and therefore they had more free reign to. Just, <laughs> well, they, they just had to just put, had to fill more it, stuff yeah. out. So there was the, and and again, this is just going from what I've read. Chris McFeely, don't at me. Oh, do it would be nice. Um, it's always nice to hear from Chris. He's a lovely boy. Yeah. Uh, check out his YouTube series if you'd like to. Transformers: The Basics. They're always very entertaining. Um, and even, so, even if you're not mad into Transformers. Yeah, and and so I, I suspect it was less like oh I've got free reign and more like well I've got five stories to churn out in right, the space of enough. two stories. Let's see what happens. So uh, the Power Masters. So Power Master Optimus Prime was the thing. Um, the, with the toys, it was pretty cool. Um, they could only transform when they had the Power Masters in. So the engine turns into a little bloke. Then you transform the little bloke into an engine, push it in, and you have to complete the transformation. <clears throat> so, in my idle moments, not that I'd write a fan fiction, a crossover where Sonic becomes Optimus Prime's Power Master. Good God, you've thought about this, haven't you? You've thought about this. But wouldn't that be great? A given value of great. I, I think you've. You have to be. You have, you to, have to be you have this to be, autistic yeah, to write. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think no, no, you've got to have like. I, I think you've got to have a certain amount of Kool Aid sloshing around in your system yeah. to to buy into that, and that's fine. That's absolutely fine. But I personally have not drunk from that particular wellspring. Matrix of, of leadership inside it. Chaos Emerald, mate. It's all there. Anyway. I haven't thought about this. Don't be worry right about back. It. He's writing fan fiction. So, would you like? Would you oh, care to explain? Why is that now doing? I don't know. 
What is this now? What have you done? Has it got two tracks going? It's not two. It's now saying the. Right. I'm going to pause this for a sec again and see what's happening. So I think this is fine. Well, why has it got two little lines on it? I don't know why it's got two little lines. Make it be one. I don't know how to make it be one. What am I, Buddha? Well, this is disconcerting. Look, Basically, on. what I... happened was Guy mashed his keyboard to, to designate... Somebody typing very to, quickly. To denote writing think, fan Thinking fiction. about Optimus Prime and Sonic the Hedgehog. And now he's messed up the recording. Well, I've not messed up the recording. What's happened is it's now giving us two waveforms of the same waveform. Is that going to, like, upload properly? Is it going to be twice it, the size? I don't know. It makes Make it, it one. How do you I make it? I don't know how I make it one. I've tried pressing the undo button, and that did nothing. What but did I don't you, want to undo it do? too. Well, I just I, I hit the keyboard a lot, didn't I? And then for some reason, because I was hitting the keyboard on the Garfield by Jim Davis window, where I thought it would be a harmless hitting, and now it appears to have done something. Um, just for the sake of safety, I'm just going just gonna to stop the recording one final time. Uh... Wait, hang on, wait for it. I think it's fine. Well, we'll hope is, is, so. Is what I think. So, this is as close to editing as we've ever come. But by editing, I mean I accidentally stopped the recording, brought up several different windows Mm -hmm. within Reaper, a piece of software I don't understand, and now it appears that it's recording two waveforms instead of one. I don't know if that's because it was like previously only doing mono. I don't think that in left or right thing has changed. And I... I can't, well, I guess we'll just have to hope for the best. I, I can't stress enough that this isn't me, much like last week, seeding subtle subliminal messages about the need for us to have a microphone each and separate audio tracks and know what we're doing. It's nothing quite so clever as that. I just wanted to provide an audio of somebody frantically hammering a keyboard to write some Sonic <laughs> the Hedgehog as a power master for Optimus, because you see Sonic's very fast. And so if he were to be Optimus Prime's engine, he would be very good at doing that. Is this a sex thing? No. Good. Never. Not with the Transformers and certainly not with Sonic the Hedgehog. Good. Good, she says emphatically. And then the Matrix could presumably be a Chaos Emerald because that seems like what the Matrix would be. You know the Matrix of leadership? Yeah. Yeah. So what I was going to say... About fifteen is minutes. This, ago. Is this something about like eight-year-old boys and how much they love, like they secretly love shiny things, but they're sort of seen as girl no, stuff? What I was going to say was there were the Power Masters, which I could feasibly have not talked about, which would have not interrupted this recording. Well, we weren't to know that, were we? And then there were the Headmasters, not a school thing, not a sex thing, or a hairdressers thing, or a hairdressers thing. But that's where a bloke turns into a Transformers. Oh, I head. remember you telling me about that. That's deeply weird. Yes. So, what if Patches became Starscream's headmaster, is what I was going to say. 20 like, minutes later. Yeah. and After I've, I've been to the loo, you've, you've been, been to the loo, yeah. we've faffed about, I've got myself some more juice. I've, I've provided the name of that book, Ghosts, A Cultural History, oh, did you I believe it? it's called. Oh, yeah. brilliant. And I, I received, by way of thanks, a drawing of Garfield, giving a thumbs up. Lovely. Uh, presumably hastily dashed out on a touchscreen. <laughs> which I admired a lot. Um, so that, like, it wasn't worth saying, but for those small, like, percentage of listeners who know what a Starscream is, know what a Patches is, and know what a, power, a Headmaster is, 
That would be really good, though, because he would be a really naughty boy. <laughs> would it be very cool? I might. Right. Okay. I'm just gonna like send a voice message to Abby because Abby will appreciate this <laughs> because because uh, this Abby is understands. Abby Bulmer, ladies and gentlemen. Abby Bulmer, dog correspondent for Sonic the Comic, the podcast. Hello, um, this is Guy. I'm currently in the middle of recording an episode of I Don't Like Mondays. Uh, I tried to explain to Catherine how cool it would be if there was a Starscream who was a headmaster Starscream and his little head robot mate was Patches, the naughty boy from Dark Souls. And I don't think that Catherine appreciated this <laughs> as much as she could have. So I'm now um, sort of off, like offloading this onto you, a person who will hopefully go, yeah, that'd be good. But I'm not. I'm not hoping for anything more. Anyway, I am recording a podcast, so I have to go. I hope that you are well. Goodbye. Good. Are you done? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm. I don't really know what I did with that, and why. No, I don't. I'm a bit alarmed. It's like it's fine. It's just saying that it's. It's maybe doing... it's in stereo or something. I don't. Well, the thing is, that's why I plugged. But isn't it, it ordinarily in stereo? Well, it's not just in one. Oh, it's not ear stereo. Tube. Stereo. Yeah. Well, the thing is, it's only coming from one audio source, which is that. Maybe. If we set it to that, it would be stuff. I don't know. Why don't we do it that way? I think it um, fans about with the... Um, Why don't you do it just 360? It doesn't sound quite right with the, the G-Hub. So what we could do... What's a G-Hub? Nothing. What's a G-Hub with you? What we could do after this podcast is sit with the microphone between us like this, record five seconds of sound with it set one way and five seconds of sound with it set the other way. And then see if any do you come across. Lie, particularly. Yeah. I mean, My, I, I thought you'd already done that. I thought we'd, we'd done that and this was what you decided. I know, but so G-Hub is... We spend far too much of our time on this podcast talking about the administration of recording a podcast. We spend far too much of our time on this podcast. No, we don't. That's I like this. It's nice, like sitting, it. it's nice sitting We were down. talking about ghosts. Yeah, but imagine if Patches, the naughty boy, was Starscream's headmaster. Imagine how sneaky they'd be. I've got a voice message from No, Abby. don't I can't really... No, well, <laughs> not on a podcast. No, I know. Because that's rude. But I obviously wasn't going to pick it up. I I feel it's very important for you to know, you and the listeners, to know that I wasn't just going to press play on that. I was going to put it to my ear so it was inaudible at best. I am not that. Right. So, Starscream's Ghost. But also, what if this is podcast news from Abby? What what if her podcast news do you want, is... Do you want me to talk about something so you can listen to it and decide whether or not it's it's playable over the podcast? Yeah, I'm going to go and stand in the corner. Okay, right, you like go and do that. pipes. Oh, that's what we could have said was happening with the... We could have said it was Gremlins. The new batch! We could have said it was Gremlins. And gremlins like, in the system. And it was like scary times, like a Halloween ghost that caused all We could the... have done, but we didn't. Also, what we could have feasibly done is just knitted the tracks together so it didn't sound like any of that. But I think that's that's editing. That's editing. That's I'm, against I'm, the spirit of things. Against the spirit of things. Oh my god! god. Oh, excuse me. Right, so guy, to Yorncast. guy has sort of ambled off towards the staircase. Um, so I guess that just leaves you and me. Um, hope you're doing all right. I've had a very nice day. Um, I've been doing a load of writing after last week's podcast, in which um, we all agreed that writing is stupid. Um, no, we didn't all agree that writing is stupid. Um, we agreed. But I still that managed writing... to do it. Oh, well done. Just Abby slightly bewildered, saying, yes, that would be good. <laughs> Thanks, bye. <laughs> yep. Good. Oh, no. What? No. I hope you didn't disconcert her. Why would that disconcert her? I don't her? know. 
<laughs> well, I mean, just receiving a random message out of the blue from someone enthusiastically talking about Starscream. I love that. That's not an invitation, you people. We're going to Comic-Con next weekend, and I'm going to go and look at lots of Transformers things. I mean, I might shave my head and dress as patches, because he's a, he's a sneaky boy, isn't he? How, how though? What does well, he wear? with a but like, you know, like bald head and then some armour. You've got armour clattering not that about. Not would fit you. And all then you need to do is like squat down a bit and then push people into <laughs> into pits. That would be a really good. Cost. Someone must have done that. Well, no, that's like with I... a with a little tiny 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 box full of shiny sweets, well, no, was... and then they're like, and then just gently. Yeah, push I was, them I was over. just going to put a Mars bar on the floor and be like, "You look like you've got your wits about you." And then when they go and pick up a Mars bar, I just kick them up the ass. <laughs> I think you know. What... No, no, no arm in it. You can't of, do that. Bit of, bit of honest fun. That would be very funny. I, I, I feel like I should save some of that cardboard that I've just cut up and put in the bin in order to dress as, as Chuck D. Head from D. I, I, um, I don't feel like I, dressing up. I love seeing other people in costume. I love cosplay. I love watching other people like making stuff. I love seeing the results of it. I've seen some absolutely incredible cosplay over the years. Like... Um, it's a different um, technique to LARP stuff as well. There's a lot of crossover. Like LARP stuff has got to like be actually put up with you know taking a beating, and running about, and, and being able to give a beating. So it's different, and it is is genuinely more like actual armor. Um, although apparently nobody ever bothered using leather armor because no? it's just a bit shit, really. Why would you? Um, but um, yeah, anyway. Um, but I, I don't I don't really do it myself. A because um, it's a lot of effort, and B because I just like to be really comfortable as I'm browsing comic books. Yeah, but um, yeah, imagine dressing as as Chuck D. Head though. Like you could have a. But it'd be so awkward like this, to and then, walk around like, moving around like that and having the horrible little skull on your bumps. So awkward to move. It would be great. It would be ghostlicious. I feel like I should dress as something because I like dressing up. Mm. Like I had a um, I could feasibly go for Guybrush again. Like, I've got that nice jacket. Your hair's not quite long enough, though. Oh, my hair's not quite long enough. Oh, no, then again. It used like to if, be. Uh, guy, uh, Monkey Island 1, it was about this length. Monkey Island 2, when he had the beard, it was a bit longer. Monkey Island 3, it was longer still. But, like, the first Monkey Island, if you you know think about that, never pay He'd more than 20 li- bucks for a video game. You have a little ponytail. I don't pony. think your hair's quite long enough. I could put a little bibble on that. <laughs> I mean, he wouldn't have a respectful ponytail. No. And then I could have a little skull anyway. And carry <laughs> and Murray. Murray, the evil talking skull. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask about that. It diminishes us both. Mm. Oh, that made me laugh. I, um, I'm mm. tempted now. I'm not going to. Well, because I'm um, and I've got the, um, too tired. What's his name? Uh, the chap from Full Throttle. Still got that leather that was, jacket that, that you painted for me a couple it did of years look ago. Very good. Ben, that's it. it and no good. one knew who that was because ain't nobody all, played. That's because they're all mad about their animes. They're mad about the anime. All these kids today, they have no idea about the culture and history of the nerds that have gone before them. <laughs> it, it is our job to lift them up. It Catherine, is, yes. Not they, to look they, back. They try to see cite the deep magic to us when we were there when it was written. Um. You could go as Donkey Kong's banana horse. No. No. No, but like, think about it. You could go as Cranky Kong. Well, no, because then people your... get confused to be like, why are there two Cranky Kongs? <laughs> and why is that man 
in a costume of the person that he's with. Uh-huh. Can, the actual Cranky Kong is Cat Kelly no. in this. What did you see? What I was trying to get across. I did. There? What, what I was no, trying I did. to. And no. are, you, are you sure? I yeah. just want to make sure no. that you. No. Because, no. Do you or do you not stand atop some scaffolding going do 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 What song is that? Yeah, that's what I was saying. And then your nephew or something goes And then it breaks into like a kind of nineties rap version. Kind of a like a funky Yeah. See, I quite liked Donkey Kong Country. Yes. But I know some people don't. Well, I think people don't like it because of the graphics. I quite liked the graphics there. I remember seeing it and thinking, like, that's amazing. The thing is, I think the I graphics it was quite held additive. up in a way. Yeah. That Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze was very good for the Wii U and the Switch. Mm. Um, art hard as nails. Good fun. Never played Donkey Kong. What was Kong, the name but... of the aquarium one? Um, oh, like aquatic. The music. Aquatic Ambience. That yeah, was yes, it. that's it. Like the single most beautiful track ever created so, for a video game for zero reason whatsoever. You did a video I, Yeah, it, so I, I recorded a deeply stupid video <laughs> called 1994 Rare Developers React to Aquatic Ambience for the first time. <laughs> and it's me with a pair of fucking Bluetooth Bowers and Wilkins headphones on with a a green screened onto a high-end modern recording studio. It's demonstrably not footage from the 90s. And it's just me listening to this track and then making myself cry. Because and, why wouldn't you? And then ending it with... It's beautiful. He, he knows that this is for a video game. Right. It's got 24,000 views. Wow. And like, there's people saying, yeah, this definitely isn't the 90s. Uh, yeah, I don't think this was in the... Like, no, of course, it, you can tell because of the Bluetooth headphones that I'm wearing. And the... what? And the obvious green screen. Yeah, like, I don't know... Like, I... Well, what, someone said that, like, the best way to actually get attention on the internet is not to give a correct or helpful answer, it's oh, to give a wrong yeah, answer. Yeah, so, so not attention. Very emphatically. The, the, best, the best way to, yeah, to get, get replies, an answer... yeah. The best way to get an answer for a problem is to give an incorrect answer for that same problem. Mm. And then you'll get hundreds of people telling you the right thing to do. So mm. like, oh, I don't know how to unset the fact that there's now two little squiggly lines instead of just one. And then if you replied, oh, well, on Reaper, just press Control-G. And then, then you'd get loads people, of people yeah. saying, like, actually, I think you need to find, you need to go... Bleep. I was, do you know what I was about to do? I was about to you start about hitting to the, the keyboard, keyboard again. Yeah. I'm learning. <laughs> We're back to Rafiki. We're back to Rafiki. Hang on, I've got the rest of the week off work. There is no reason why I couldn't get some expanding foam and have a crack at making a um, Beavis and Butthead. Chuck D. Head costume. <laughs> We're going for all of the obscure ones. Well, no, I... I went as an Inquisitor once. That was did. fun. Like, as, as Dave Bulmer um, listened to Sonic the Comedy Podcast, 40. it's very good. <laughs> so, are you having fun? Yeah. yeah. Like, as, as Dave said, if you dress as, as Chuck D. Head... Then that is a great way to find your people. <laughs> yeah, that's because true. if if people approach yeah. you and go, "Oh my God, you're Chuck D. Head," that's how, that's automatically your people. Now, yeah. okay, so with the costume, what I was thinking was making it so my eyes were inside it, and I had a fake skull balanced on top. Or do you think skull mask, and then just like uh, Chuck D. Head's face as a chest piece? And then I can just get away with, like, mummifying myself. I think, I genuinely think, and I'm not saying this to be discouraging, I just genuinely think it's, gonna, it, 
it sounds great, but it's going to be a lot more work and it's a lot more difficult oh, than you think no, it would be. that's not what I asked. Right. I don't give a shit how difficult you <laughs> um, think it would I be. Also the think... choices I gave you... If, no, no, if but, this... no, but let me, let me go back to what I was saying. And the reason for me saying that is because I think either, either way is going to be really tricky and difficult to make look good. This is not what I was asking. This is this is imi- what so what you're I'm saying which one of these balloons would you like and you're going ha bang bang fuck you so what I'm saying is if you were to make that costume which right. is let's face it I'd have um, your little um, eyes peeking it's, out like it's your whole a, eyes peeking out because there's a practicality to it as well you oh, want it to be dear, as convenient Lord as possible let me finish a sentence it's a it's a it's a mummy guy he's yeah. all he's all wrapped up yeah and so either the two options are use your actual head as the skull, which then cuts down on chest business, and then you just make a horrible chest business for Chuck's face. Or you have your eyes peeking out and either a bit of, like, face makeup and then a situation that, ra- like, artificially raises your shoulders, maybe by a, an oversized long-sleeve thing, and do it that way. Or oversized long-sleeve thing with a fake skull based on top, and then, like, you sort of build a grody... Chest the middle piece. option is the easiest. The middle option is the yeah. easiest. So because it involves less work um, and less stuff to make look good. I disagree. The middle option involves raising your shoulders up to above your to head. That's easy to do. Cardboard box. That that's easier than just like making a, a gross little guy either. Yes. I... Yes, because the gross little guy requires artistic skill and sculpting to make it look good. I might have that. <laughs> you, you, yeah, you might. You, you, you don't know that I don't have that. Like, I'm just managing expectations. I don't feel like my <laughs> expectations are being managed. I feel like the fun I was having is is being told that it is bad. No, it's not bad at all. Because like no, there not. there is a I'm strong chance that. there is a strong chance that I like wouldn't have done this anyway. But we could have had a nice five minute talk about crafting and like. You know the the different just, the different techniques anxious. required. Whereas now I feel silly for suggesting a fun. I idea. I think it's a really lovely idea. But, uh, well, just... I can record this and we can prove that you don't think it's a really lovely idea. No, I think <laughs> it is a lovely idea. I'm just I'm just anxious that sometimes your your lovely brain sometimes has an idea of how something is going to work, and then maybe because you get understandably. And very charmingly, very excited about that idea. And it's lovely. But sometimes it doesn't quite work out exactly as you were hoping. And that can sometimes be disappointing to you. So I was just kind of trying to... It's better to disappoint me soon. No, 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 no. I'm just trying to to say, like, sometimes it's good to, um, to just temper... And, and to think about the practicalities of something. That's oh, I, I've been thinking about the practicalities. I just wanted to know which method you'd go for. I think and I'd it, still go it, for that. I'd also go for it because happens. it's easier to see. Like if you put a kind of face mask on or anything like that, it makes it harder to see when you're going out and about. Is there anything? So I'd like I'd I'd rather have my face like in a in a place where I can see things because it's less hassle that way. So mm-hmm. that's that's also one of my reasons. Okay, well, I feel again, silly. which what is quite practical. Like I don't know. Well, it's it, it's on you now. Because well, it wasn't meant I, to be. There's no silliness about it. I think it's a very charming idea. No, 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 you can't. There's no no backpedaling now. It's all we've we, we've we've set our set our stall out, and I'm. No, I thought that was very charming. I didn't say it, otherwise. It, 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 
across that way, and I'm, I'm feeling a, li a little bit silly and a little bit quiet. Aww. So please feel free to jump in with um, more skeleton stories. Oh, I'm sorry, or you're a feeling talk silly about a Frankenstein or uh, other ghosts There's... and ghoulies that are available. Speaking of Chuck D. Head, what is Chuck D. Head? Is he a mummy, a skeleton, a zombie, a Frankenstein, or a combination thereof? I think he's. He's a reanimated corpse, isn't he? So he's. I think so. he's, Isn't he's, it he's two been, reanimated corpses? Well, it's it's a reanimated corpse, and then I think a skull balanced on top of his head. Like that just goes along for the ride. I, I think the skull is a separate Like guy. Murray the Talking Skull. Yeah, I, I believe that he's just a separate dude that's just there. And that's. That's how things are. And like, I, I think that Chuck D. Head got bonked on the noggin sufficiently <laughs> to, to drive his head down into his chest. Oh, no. Uh, which is why it then oh, all sticks out in a bulging vein and gross. Oh, no. What a strange... Bulging... Fireworks? Oh, it's, it's Diwali, Diwali, isn't it? Yeah, of course. Ah, oh, happy no, Diwali to those that celebrate. Oh, that's true. Oh, no. Raining for Diwali. That's no good. Um, what... Um, what was that game originally? Like, is this is this a, like a Doki a Doki, Doki, Doki panic, panic situation? Yeah. Well, I, mm, now, I'm not going to check. Because um, it feels like it could have been something a bit different. It, you know it, what I mean? It looks like the game... I don't know if it's by the same company, but it looks, and I sent this to you the other day, an awful lot like Kid Chameleon, with the way that the tile sets, the sort of the blocks, the way the enemies approach you. It feels mm. very much like that kind of thing. I get the feeling that the story might have been different. I th I, th I think it was the same sprites mm. in the original release. Like I think it was still the the weird little guy throwing his bombs at people and shooting out his strange midsection. Um, but I don't know whether the story was radically different. Mm, it feels like it might be. What games about Draculas are there? It's Castlevania, obviously. Castlevania is a solid Dracula game. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, brackets the Dracula one. <laughs> Sonic and <clears throat> Knuckles and Dracula. Sonic and Knuckles and Dracula, yep. Um, <laughs> Dragon Age Dracula. Well, oh, fuck, I would play Dragon Age Dracula, there's actually. That, there's Amazing. that game that's coming out soon that's like, you look after a hotel and you're a Dracula. Yes, that, that looked intriguing. Mm. Somebody pointed out that the... Like, it's a resource first, management the game. The first bit of the trailer, somebody pointed out, looks an awful lot like those mobile phone games where yeah. you see a video that's like completely divorced from whatever the gameplay yeah. will be and then yeah I, I i don't know whether it's going to be that kind of game or whether it's going to be like a rug pull and it turns out it is like a match three resource management sim or something because if it is like this intricate like interconnected um sort of rube goldberg machine of here's here's a bunch of things you need to set up like like the the board game mousetrap i yeah that sounds fun i would i would play like a combination of dungeon keeper and um a mousetrap type game did you ever play spy versus spy no so i had it i had a um a converter for the mega drive i've still got one upstairs Wasn't it on, like, which could the... play master system games and some Wasn't master it system games like an amiga game or something yeah. some master system games came on cards so really? about, about this big, yeah, this way, and then like that. Guy is that pointing deep. to something about maybe half a centimetre so thin, think and maybe a couple a of inches across. About a matchbook in size, yeah. but nowhere near as deep as a matchbook. Right. Maybe like a millimetre. So in size. almost like a PlayStation memory card. Thinner. 
Thinner, really. Same, same, same sort of dimensions, but like a floppy much, disk. Much thinner, thinner than a floppy. Thinner than a floppy. Thinner than a floppy. Like a credit card. Two credit cards, maybe. Oh wow! No, thicker than a credit card, thinner than a floppy. Huh. And so, like, Hang On was one of those, and then Spy vs. Spy was one of them. And it was a split-screen game where you have to go through different rooms of the house, setting mm. up traps, based on the Spy vs. Spy comics from Mad Magazine, which was about White Spy and Black Spy uh, doing each other a variety of mischiefs by effectively second-guessing each other. What was his name? The Something Gambit. Who's the baddie from Bill and Ted 2? Demi- not Demetrescu. Demetrios. What's his name? Diplodocus. What was his name? Tanagra. <laughs> what was his name? The the Diab 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 no Diabolos Dianos Dianos. What's his name? I don't know. I could not tell you. I genuinely couldn't tell you. I'm going to look very intently at. I genuinely couldn't tell you. Thank you. I think it was Dianos. Well, the thing is, even if you were right, I couldn't tell you. Dianos. Bill and Ted. Dianos. Right. What about him? The Dianos Gambit. This is a term used by. Um, oh, Chuck D. Nobolos, like Chuck D. Head. <laughs> um, this is a term that Paul Foxcroft used, which I quite like. The, the Denomalos Gambit, which is when you're playing with like either time travel or over preparation. Mm-hmm. And like the one of the last bits in Bill and Ted 2, spoiler warning. Oh, when is, they're having like, the final, like, oh, but yeah, what if I went I'm, back in time I'm, and did I, that? I've yeah. got you trapped yeah, in this case. Yeah. Aha, but when we win, we're going to go back in time and give us the yeah. selkie. Okay, yeah. but when I win, I'm going to take that selkie from you and turn it into a blah. It's, it's a game of wits, a bit like the one that was in Sandman recently. Sandman, yeah. um, yes. Did that, uh, was that in the comics? Yeah. It, um, only it, so in the, so in, in the yeah. series, it was um, a battle against Lucifer. Yeah. In the comic, it was against the little fucked up um, demon guy oh, yes, it was, himself. Yeah. Uh, but Lucifer wasn't happy because, you know, it shows, yeah. uh, what's the word, uh, weakness in the realm I haven't of read them hell, in years. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, spoiler, spoilers. Anyway, dream wins. What I was saying was that's basically what spy versus spy was like one of them hands the other a bomb the other one like cuts the fuse of the bomb so like a reverse no Rube Goldberg. and then like that lit fuse the the other one then holds out another bomb to the live you know that sort of yeah, yeah and so the spy versus spy game was you had to go around the this house setting traps so like putting a bucket of acid on top of a door setting something in a in a drawer so that when the other person went into that room and opened the drawer that would then attack them, mm. when, you know, all that sort of thing. And why am I talking about this? Spy versus Spy. Little thin cartridge thing. Before that. Generally games? No, well, no, that, you, you've gone too far now. Yeah. We were talking, uh, we, Spy versus Spy was brought up. You said, ah, the hotel management. Oh, yes. We're talking about Rube the Dracula Goldberg, game. Dracula game. And so I, I wonder if it's a, a variant of that, that you, go, you need to go and set up a variety of things. And that way you get to then bonk a guest on the noggin, have a, a quick slurp of them, and then send them on their way. Because you don't want to inadvertently murderise. Well, what if you did, if you're a Dracula. <clears throat> yeah, but you're also, you're you're also running a, a small, business. You're also running a small business. Yeah, like, i got bills to pay. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I, can't, I can't go eating all of my, my guests. Because, uh, you know, I've got a bottom line at the end of the day. The twin narrative drivers of what if a Dracula... Is also a small business also owner. A small business owner. I'm trying to think of what other games like. There's obviously the Vampire the Masquerade series. Yeah. There's a variety of Draculas in that. Yeah. Dracula Matata. What a wonderful a grave. Thing. Yeah. It means teeth pointy for the grave of your grave. 
It's a spookily, a ghostly bee. Oh no, Draculas. Um. What? Not, not vampire now. video games. Yeah. Weird West probably has a vampire in it. Probably. I'm quite surprised that the Fallout games don't have a vampire. They kind of they, they have they, zombies basically, well, don't they? The, the, the ghouls, mutants. Yes. The ghouls are zombies. I, I feel like I feel like a Dracula could could fit into a um. Could oh there's a yeah. there's a good Dracula in what that China Medieval book right. I finished reading. You should, a... read, you should read it. Well, I will be. Well, you should read it. <laughs> Which what was it called again? The Scar, uh, the right. second book in the Battle yeah. trilogy. Um, what if? What is the scariest of the traditional monsters? This has actually turned into a bit of a, a Halloween podcast, particularly with... Um, if you're a Patreon listener, don't listen to any of this. Listen to next week's. Particularly with like what happened with the recording. The reco- that was quite the, spooky. As it was a spooky recording. Yeah. All manner of ghosts happened in between mm. them. What, what is the scariest of the traditional monsters? Do you mean story or like notional beast? Notional beast. Notional. But also story, potentially. Okay. And scary in the sense that... Like, genuinely like, unsettling. A, a Frankenstein... Is a Frankenstein scary because, oh no, a big monster made out of bloke parts is coming towards me? Or is it, oh no, the monster's inside us all along? Like, I mean, is, is, both. Is, is it scary because it's getting I mean, the, Or is it scary because it's making you think? The broad conceit. The broad Be- conceit. I would argue that they are inextricably interlinked. To be perfect. No, honest. I would say if you're being chased down the street by a shambling <laughs> golem of human flesh that's been knitted together and reanimated by a man in the heights of madness, you're not going to take a moment to go, you know what, when you think about it, aren't we all in a very real sense a monster knitted together from the mistakes of our past held together by the twines of scuffering? Like, no, you're going to go, oh, fucking Norris, a big man! <laughs> <laughs> like that that's what you're gonna do. Maybe later See the irony there is that you just presented me with a mini playlist about that encounter, which made me think about the ways in which we engage with literature and how that um how that intersects with uh, the reality of our day to day experience and the you know, the way in which the kind of um the, the literary creative endeavour elevates that, that mundane daily right. experience well, into something is, more interesting. Therefore the, So we've come back the, to the conclusion is, the problem the, is within us all along. This is the next five minutes. <laughs> if you were being like belaugered by a Dracula and then he so he lands on you and gets you and starts drinking your blood. You wouldn't go, hey, maybe the aristocracy do drain us of our resources and inherently weaken us. And then those that are strong enough to survive this process become turned into the same parasite aristocrats that was the problem in the first place. No, you'd go, get off, you horrible bloody bat! Like that, wouldn't you? Well, yeah, but then I might reflect on it. No, because you can't, because you're a Dracula and you don't have a reflection. All right, okay, back to my original question. Right, what... Right, leaving aside any um, uh, metaphorical or analogous connotations... Thank you. Right, we'll put that to one side for now. We can draw if on this that This is all I've ever wanted to do with metaphors. <laughs> put them to one side. I'm busy escaping the What was it? A thought with the, the hat of another thought on it? I like that. I can't remember where I heard that. Let's workshop yeah. it. But, um, but um, blah. what is the scariest of them? What, what Just chasing it? you down the street. Well, I, so I was going to say time frame is important here because zombies, as a spooky thing, yeah, wouldn't like them. I wouldn't like zombies to overrun in the next 15 minutes. However, with how quick like bacteria and fungi are, uh, doing big chomps. They wouldn't last very long. If you no. can just like batten down the doors, if you give it a couple of days. Give it like yeah. sit genuinely sit in the Winchester yeah. and wait it all out, yeah. like wait it out. Wait for it to blow over. Yeah. yeah. 
if you can. It's and not a bad plan, Sean. Obviously, people will get bitten and people will blah. And, oh, I think we've all seen over the course of the COVID pandemic that there'll certainly be some members of the public going out getting beaten, de- getting bitten and <laughs> denying that there are like even the blood, any zombies. Like the blood plague in Warcraft. Like the blood plague in yeah. Warcraft. Um, but that yeah, like if you, if, you, if you give it a month, all zombies will Oh yeah, will all the foxes done... will be at them. Yeah. Assuming that it's like affecting <laughs> humans only as well. Like the 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 foxes Wouldn't and the pigeons. Wouldn't a zombie fly be shit? Yeah. Like the, the flies and the pigeons and the slugs and the snakes. Sm- they're all going to have a fucking field bacteria, day. Like there's yeah. the bacteria in your gut. Your body is working very hard to keep the right gut biome to keep them in, in check, balance. Yeah. If if you go all zombified. They're gonna like they'll eat you'll eat yourself. And isn't that really what zombification's all about? Mass consumerism and people eating the oh no, God, your metaphor's snuck in again. Catherine, oh your metaphor was the monster all along. I had to do nothing. No. You did it all yourself. No! On this very day. Um. Man hook hand card or Man hook hand card Um yeah. So, what is the scariest? What is the scariest? Yeah. Um, like assuming that they're in their kind of base um, foundational myth. It's not like Dracula twenty ninety nine. Hey, did you know there was a Dracula Transformer? No, but it doesn't surprise me. Which was, I think, like not Warner. It was some sort of um, what was Universal Monsters and Transformers had a crossover. Universal Monsters. And one of the, it was called like. Fucking Dracula or something. Anyway, I think a Dracula is quite scary because very charming, able to mesmerise people. But like, if you just stay in your house, you're fine. Oh, this is the variant that can't get in unless you yeah, throw a like one a tra- in your pot. Well, this is what I mean, like a traditional. The thing vacuum, is, you've got to go Dracula. to your shops, and you can't like don't say, "Oh, we'll get bloody go puff to do it." You because... just go in the daytime. Uh, oh shit! Yeah, no, you're right. Well, we can't go in the daytime here. It's fucking dingy. Well, you could, I mean, you could. You could just go at lunchtime and be all like, sure, hope there are no Draculas around out here. Yeah. Okay. My God, there better not be any Draculas. <laughs> scare them off with a broom. I've sharpened this cucumber into a steak. Yeah. All right, then. Fine. Okay, Draculas can be thwarted by the day. Yeah. That's, and what garlic. If, what if they're outside all crooning at you at night, being like, come outside, let's have a snob. I mean, it's London. Like, people do, any, that, anyway. People do yeah. that anyway. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right, fair enough. I'm, like, a Dracula would be an irritation. Yeah, but something but you could I don't, live with. Uh, yeah, I could live with a Dracula like, okay. outside. I'd be, I'd be a bit cross, and I'd probably get onto the council. Mm. But I could live with it. Okay, um, a Frankenstein. Yeah, I feel like a Frankenstein's only scary for the for the people he's after. Are we assuming like a kind of traditional Frankenstein where it's not a mindless monster? Well, yeah, because then, then then what you've got is a tall, sad man, yeah. and then he'll just start a <laughs> podcast. Like it's. <laughs> That, that's yeah, yeah. That's, that, that's not frightening. No. Um, well, but you know, I, no, I knew no. as I was saying. Because, yeah, yeah. um, like, if 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 it's Frankenstein's monster with focus, and he's after you because you've been doing Igor behind his back, like he'll be doing you've Igor just, behind you, his you've, back. You've just been pulling that switch, and the electricity is just the bill is skyrocketing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right, Master. We can't afford any more experiments. The smart meter, it's telling us the bills are too high. That's a while there. Right, so a Frankenstein, like, provided that you get on its good side, you're mm. probably all right. I think skeletons are just cool guys that want to play the xylophone. They're all archers. Apart Why are skeletons from... always archers? 
because uh, they use bones, bone arrow, bone, bone arrow, arrow yeah. bow, bone, because bone yeah. like a bird's bone. Fair enough. Ske- I, like skeletons, I, I think I've watched enough Robber Hose animation cartoons of skeletons they just, just, they like just want to have a little bonking dance. themselves yeah. on the head, yeah. having a little they're like, just cool little guys. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're having a whale of a time. Like we've talked in this on this podcast in the past about the annoyance of a poltergeist. Yeah, because like you're clumsy enough as it is, and look, well, you are. You knock things over. Do you or do you not knock things over? The last thing we need. Is another entity in this house all like <laughs> doing that additionally? Like, oh dear. Yeah, that's fair. But enough. I suppose then you could blame it on the poltergeist. Like, oh, Catherine, what's that doing on the floor? It's poltergeist. Poltergeist. Knocked yeah. it over. Sure, it wasn't you. Why no. is it so cold? And it's a poltergeist. Poltergeist. Again. Is it because is it because you haven't put the heating on? No, no it's, it's a poltergeist. Just put the jumper on. Right. So, poltergeist, a northern woman, is what we've got. <laughs> a Frankenstein is a podcast host, yeah. but a poltergeist is a northern woman. Yeah. Um. I don't like zombies at all. Like I find them really unsettling. I really don't. I can't. I can't watch any films with zombies in, um, unless they're like kind of comedy ones. Mm. Um, I just. I just can't watch it. There's something about it. Is it because I know you don't it's like a lot of gore? I was going to say like you, that, you don't. Yeah. You don't like like sort of gore and explicit violence in films. And yeah. given that I don't mind explicit violence if it's if it's done in a cartoon style, style. like Dread. Well, yeah. what I was going like to Dread say... or like Tucker and Dale or yeah. like um, the film we watched the other week month rather with the cursed house. What was it? With the oh, bride. Ready or not? Ready or not? That was really funny. Yeah, that was. So... I mean, there were some moments where I like, had to look away because um, it was too yeah. much, but. So yeah. I, I think my, the problem, my, my mirror neurons the prob- are just a bit. The problem with Zumbu films. The problems, yeah. Problem with zombie films is that the violence that zombies enact is necessarily quite a it's, slow it's vis- and intimate. It's violence. visceral it's, and cannibalistic. Yes, yeah. and, like, and it, it has to be. Yeah, yeah. they're not going to like. And you, your Tom Savannis. Like even Dawn of the Dead. even in well <laughs> well in in like Shaun of the Dead even I can't watch the bit at the end. Like I cannot, even though it's a comedy film and it's a comedy moment, I still can't watch it because yeah, it's the mirror neurons in my brain are just like nope. But as as we've established, zombies, you solve that problem by giving just it a waiting. Minute. Yeah. Just just giving Mother Nature two days. Yeah. And yeah. then it's all, all mushroom. And the mushrooms town, and then having, you're like, having okay, a field cool. day, yeah. Uh, that, okay, so more further traditional monsters. Like I mean, don't like again, mummies. Like, because they're like a variant mummies. on zombie. They they are a zombie. They're less bitey. They're more of a squeeze. They're a variant. I feel like I feel like a zombie would pull you to bits, whereas a mummy, I guess, just drips you. Ooh, no. I mean, it would be Ooh, horrible, and they'd, horrible. they'd be all dusty and like. Oh, would... oh no, I don't like it. Okay, so so no to a mummy, no. but again, we, we're far away from it. Ah, oh, but we got museums. We robbed loads of shit. A lo- so many mummies were used to make pigments in it's paint. Horrifying, it's horrifying, isn't awful. it? Awful, absolutely horrifying. Like the remains of the so dead. So barbaric. <laughs> it's, it's really I mean, aside, I mean, aside from the. I would say this is by the English. We're not saying yeah. like, oh, Egyptians, you're right. wrong. It's just like, no, like, we nicked a load it, of yeah. zombies. Like, like the the. I mean, obviously, there's the kind of element of um, of barbarism in terms of the you know using tomb it as robbing. pigment and tomb robbing and and the cultural um, violence and the archaeological violence and all the rest of it. And then there's just the basic: these are dead people. Dead people. You don't treat the dead like that. It's one of the things that marks us out as humans. You know how we treat our dead. Well, and some other animals as well. But it's you just oh. Ghastly. Anyway, um, I think we've kind of. What else is? Like as, as, I mean, you get wait, like. Well, you got witches. You get, I don't find witches very frightening. Yeah, at but all. they're they're a roaming menace. If you've got like a cackling Bette Midler, 
Hocus Pocus witch. I just offer crown. her a dress with some pockets and like some Werther's originals and a good sit down and a chat for whatever it is that's been bothering her. Yeah, but oh, I, I don't know. I feel like that's an inherent like. I feel like as a as a woman, I'm I'm fine with them. <laughs> I think I think witches are, are kind of traditionally about. Um, you know, issues of gender. I, yeah, when I'm what, what we're doing that. here is getting into metaphor again. Like a witch, somebody doing bad magic spells, you're not going to gender your way out of this. <laughs> because they'll do How a, do you know? Because they'll do a spell on you. They'll turn you into a cat or like a fart or something. <laughs> and like, while I, while I understand... Can I just say quickly the other day, I was listening to the good video game boys while I was driving up to LARP this weekend. Um, and I can't remember what context it was. It might actually have been when they were talking about um, in the Elden Ring podcast that they're doing um, and Bonfire Side Chat. Um, but one of them said something like, um, yeah, so this guy does this thing. Um, and it was like, you know, when someone does something completely, someone's, so, something's been happened, something bad has happened and someone does something completely unrelated to try and cover it up and it's totally futile. And the expression was something like, it's like turning up the radio to cover up a fart. And I laughed so hard, I actually had to slow down and change lanes. I like that a lot, <laughs> turning up the radio to the skies <laughs> apart. That really made me laugh. Anyway, that was yeah. by the by. Well, no, so what I'm saying, like, while I understand the, the, the sociopolitical connotations of witchcraft... If you've got a roving menace on a broomstick right. doing it, spells... I mean, you're sort of, we're sort of getting into, like, kind of the lesser-known monsters. Witches what are about not a, a lesser-known right. monster. No, okay, fair enough. What about a wizard? Like, a bad wizard? That, that's... It isn't, like, now Now we're into politics. Like, because bad wizard, evil scientist, two sides of the same coin. Now, I reckon. Potentially. I feel like a, a, a mad scientist... I feel like they're more of a close-up problem, whereas a wizard... <laughs> like, I know they could do a... Do like, one a, of them's melee, the other's... Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I The know, other's um, ranged, distance, yeah. ranged. Like, I, I know that a, a mad scientist could go, like, well, I've got a fancy gun that shoots teeth, or, like, whatever science is at. Right. No, it's all fire's pot noodles at you or something. <laughs> but, like, but a wizard... An that... evil scientist who fires pot noodles well, out. Yeah, he's got. I mean, they... Is there a spell for pot noodles? Could you conjure up a pot noodle storm, like a firestorm? <laughs> but no, this is the thing. If you're a wizard, you're naturally quite distant. Whereas I think if if you're a, if you're a mad scientist, you're going to be in your lab you're doing up things. Close and personal but with you, syringes. Need, you need to be near. Yeah, yeah syringes like maybe Comical a robot flasks. suit. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, what's yeah. A, a, yeah. Oh God, I I said this word the other day. It's a kind of beaker. Bum, bum, bum. Um, not Fleischmann. Flib- a Leibniz. No, it's a nice no, biscuit. No, there's a type the, of... The is it like a little... The condenser... A Leibzig condenser or whatever it is. No, a little no. little jacket. But, yeah. What are they called? I don't know. Conical flasks? I said it the other what's day. Flasks? What's it? Oh, a flask what's of what's it? Flasks? Yeah. <laughs> hey, imagine a bowl of what's it's milk for breakfast. <laughs> um, That's the real monster. That's the oh, real choices. So I think that yeah, I, th- I think a, a mad scientist is a close-up situation, yeah. unless he then rampages with the monster that he did. Ah, now that's it. The mad scientist yeah. is like he's the thing that needs to be dealt with, but the problem is what he produces. Whereas a wizard, yes, the problem is what he produces, but what he produces is spells. What get you? 
Whereas a mad scientist will produce like an ape with a chicken's foot or something, and then that'll be all like, oh, what whoa! has science wrought? What has science wrought? How dare you play God? Yeah, and he, everything's re- a variation on hubris. Yeah, really, he, isn't he'd it? release a laboratory full of bastards. Whereas everything, a wizard would be like, well, everything zap. is a variation on hubris, which is a manifestation of the tension <clears throat> between um, our place as exalted and um, anxious apes with ideas above our station. And um, our place as self-aware, self-conscious, sentient beings who are capable of metacognition and reflecting on our own mortality. Except for very big spiders, which Except are about... Oh no, a very big, a very spider. big spider! Yes. Oh! Because yeah. yeah. then it's not what hath science wrought. It's like, oh! Oh, it's a big quick, spider. Get the massive pint glass! No, see, see, then, even then, I think I think that's kind of like um, just talking about the, you know, it's the lizard brain climb up a tree hoot and gibber at it i'm trying to think of it like wolfman you will have you seen dog well, soldiers werewolves broadly yeah have you seen dog soldiers i'm just gonna, gonna turn the mic up to cover up that fart did you just do a little <laughs> crack out a little yeah. bum yeah but turning the microphone up yeah if anything to pick makes up it on more the receptive yeah. more receptive <laughs> just so your... the listeners can appreciate it um i don't find a wolfman very frightening i find a wolfman have you seen american werewolf in london yes Horrible. The bit where he goes... Yeah, that is gross. But mostly, like... Just for those of you that aren't in my house, uh, I just grabbed my wrist and looked at my hand, but with my fingers bent a bit. Like and an American werewolf in Paris. And gone all along. London, rather. That was... Oh, Jenny Agatha was in that, wasn't it? Jenny Agatha. I think so. Yeah, I've seen it. I didn't find it particularly frightening. I mean, it was kind of a... I don't know. I just you didn't there's... find it frightening. No, not it's frightening. I mean, it's gory and gross, but I didn't find it frightening. Oh, I find it very frightening. No, I, I just there's nothing particularly you know, that your kind Wolfman of is quite... that kind of body horror doesn't really get me. Like the thing <laughs> I don't like that I, that I don't like at all. But that's because it's it's something. I think with a Wolfman, you know where you are. Like <clears throat> it, it's it's but with a thing, it's, he's all it's, bits. It's 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 un, un, inhuman, but inhuman in a recognizable way. Right. Whereas, like in the thing. Um, and and in um, color out of space as well. Mm. That that kind of grotesque Lovecraftian, what the fuck is this body horror? I find viscerally distressing and disturbing, but not to the point where I won't watch it because it's great. Yeah, like color out of space. That was a brilliant film, and I don't normally, I can't normally cope with that kind of thing. But it was so so well done, and Nicolas Cage was so perfectly cast. It was very well, and it was absolutely batshit. Mm. Um, and descended into the appropriate levels of incomprehensible batshit that any Lovecraft um, adaptation should do. But so that kind of thing, I, I do find quite unsettling and frightening. Um, but 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 for me, like a, a, a yeah, the, I I don't find the traditional monsters frightening unless they come with the inherent metaphorical interpretation. But again, like, I, I feel like you're saying that from the comfort of an unvampired house. And... <laughs> Um, I would, I, but but surely you know to to quote misquote Hamlet, you know it being a thing insubstantial. What can it do to me? Yeah, but a vampire's not. It'll get you because he's a no, bloke. No, I know, but but what? Well, something's bite gonna, you a lot. Something's gonna all. get you eventually. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you welcome it. Like that's still frightening. <laughs> like I, I, I know that. I some... guess it's frightening in the same way that like um, you know uh. I just, I like don't know. Passing, passing gently in your sleep is less frightening yeah. than being bitten by a man from <laughs> Eastern Europe. Like, I, I, 
I don't think that I'm not arguing I don't that. Think I'm that not disagreeing. Yeah, but you seem to be like, oh, well, you got to go one way or the other. And some bloke in a fucking <laughs> opera frock going hell for leather on your... Th- like... I, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing that that would be unpleasant. Yeah, and I, and I wouldn't welcome it. Yeah, it's a frightening notion. Yeah. In the same way that I wouldn't like to be bitten by <laughs> any dog, let alone a dog that's also sometimes a checkout girl. Like it, that would be horrible. Yeah, it would be and horrible. I that, but I don't. I don't find a wolf man as fri- as frightening as 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 the thing that's previously discussed, or anything kind of like that that's got recognizable bits. So I think like Resident Evil kind of stuff that that I don't like. But yeah, like as as a wolf man, it's just like, oh, what? go on, go on, go off, mate, settle down. No, because he'll bite you with his big face. Horrible. Yeah, exactly. Biting, yeah. like you, you seem a lot less worried about biting and and the monsters which bite than you maybe should be. Maybe because like maybe. again, it, like being approached by a wolf man doing a big chomp on you. No, no. Then at that point, no, it you, wouldn't be nice. You're just being eaten by a wild animal, and that would suck. Exactly, we're back to the hindbrain. It's it's about you know the the we we kind of wrap ourselves in the veneer of civilization and the um the the thin illusion of safety and all the rest of it. But ultimately, we're all just hiding in a cave with a fire in safety for numbers and hooting and gibbering at anything that comes past and the shadows that are, that are formed on the wall, really. Aren't we? Yeah, but it's scarier when one of them's like brought back to life by a German bloke. And yeah, back no, it system. is. I agree. I feel, I, I feel like you're less. I you should be a bit more worried about these things. <laughs> We're back to like your anxiety that you're going to be made to do wrestling. sumo wrestling. I just, I very wouldn't like it. <laughs> it's very, very unlikely every that a Dracula is going to turn up. Yeah, but every day. I am not slapped in the face by a sumo wrestler. It's a day I count as a blessing. And I think you should treat vampires the same you, way. You get really anxious about people turning up at our door that are not going to turn up at our door. You get anxious about... Well, even when they do, you get anxious about the postman. He when the a, postman turns up, you yelp presence. about the postman. When the milkman has been round, you yelp about the milk bottles. No, no, I... Well, no, hey... I don't yelp about when them. the bin men come round. Now, both, all hell breaks. Both loose. you and I are justifiably afraid of the bin men, Catherine. <laughs> don't don't try. I will drag you down. So help me, I will drag I, you I down. I do with find me. the bin men quite unsettling, That's but not not in 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 the like. I think it's just because they're they're very powerful. <laughs> They're powerful men. I think they're very powerful Do you powerful think they're strong men, men because of the jobs I think, that they I think do. they're physically strong men, and I think they're constitutionally strong men <clears> because of the job that they do. And one of the bin men is always, like, singing, like, singing excerpts from the musicals and things and little tunes that he's made up. And there's something unsettling about a singing bin man, and I don't know why. I'm sure he's very nice, but well, I just, I'm anxious. Well, you heard it here first, folks. Catherine despises the working man. Um... Catherine Strikebreaker Pinkerton <laughs> Kelly. I don't want a Dracula turning up at our house. I don't want a zombie turning up at our house. You don't want We've the already had John up. Constantine's the, turning the, the up at our house. The provide a very important service. <laughs> they do, that's true. Uh, what do. about, like, devilish ghoulies? Mm-hmm. Like, a, your, your pitchfork-wielding, not Cenobites, but, like, wrongans from, from beyond the veil. I don't find them particularly frightening, um, in the sense that I just... You're very laissez-faire about yeah. otherworldly beings. I I kind of like for me hor- the the things that really shit me up are a like g- 
ghost faces that look all wrong and distorted. Mm. So like 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 in Ghostwatch or um the Easter egg ghost in Grand Theft Auto that's up on top of the hill. Like, oh, like yeah. at midnight or something yeah. in game time. That shits me off. Mm. Um things which are not where they're supposed to be. That shit's Hang me on, off. are we back on things being untidy? Like no, when I when I left the no. tea bags out, did that did no, you go, no, no, it's it's sort of hidden hidden things that you're like, not that you're not supposed to see. That that are um Sneeze cast. Thing sort of hidden um it's really hard to describe, but like something which on the face of it is very mundane, everyday is uh but, but underneath it mimics basically you don't so, want a treasure no, chest to bite like, you like in in ringu the original japanese film mm. the video on the vhs tape that's horrible that's a beautiful series of incredibly unsettling uncanny images. oh so like the horror of turning your radio through the static and then hearing something that you're you not shouldn't. meant to hear yeah, yeah. That that's really ghastly to me. And again, I must have mentioned this before. Like I think it was Stephen King or someone who said that it's not the the fear is not a fear of being alone. It's a fear of not being alone when you should be. Yeah, it, it's not the empty house. It's hearing a voice in the empty yeah, house. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, and I think the yes. The babysitter so- said to the father, "I've put the kids to bed, but this clown statue is freaking me out." Oh my God! said the father. What is it? said the babysitter. Take the clown statue and run. We don't have any kids. Yeah, that basically. Um, yeah, that might be the funniest thing I've ever written. Yes. Genuinely and sincerely, <laughs> I think that's the funniest thing I've ever written. Um, yeah, there is something really, really frightening about um, think, thinking you understand something and feeling secure in that knowledge, and then that knowledge being overturned and uprooted and undermined. So, um, and and that I think speaks to the kind of the the inherent uncertainty of existence and how we're all striving for security. And you can never have it. Um, just when you think like everything is is going fine, something will happen to upset the apple cart. Like a Dracula. Like a like a Dracula, or like oh no, like... little vampire apples with long spindly legs <laughs> oh, no. and little capes. They suck back. And like oh, <laughs> um, yeah. So do you know what I mean? Like the, again, the 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 sequence of images in hey, it's in all right, though, because 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 vampire apples aren't real. They're just Granny's myth. Oh, Granny's myth. No, oh, very I don't, good. Never mind. But yeah, so it's like the woman brushing her hair in the mirror, and the little like the characters moving around, and the idea that that's somehow a kind of psychic manifestation of something, like an echo of an echo. That to me is very, very frightening. You, you, Existentially. Very frightening. You, you don't want to watch the video game go into the file structure of your PC and find no, a file that is no, supposed I don't. To be no, there. no, I don't. I and and I and I find it. I find it very cleverly unsettling when it when it does. When something, when you think you know the rules of something, so the rules are as we have previously discussed, like the Inside Number Nine episode. You think you know the rules. You're watching a, a play. Yeah. You're not watching a play. It starts fucking around with the medium. You, you your fission is mailed. You when you when it goes into your computer and starts deleting your files, and you think. And, and you think you know what the rules are, and then it turns out that, that it's not even that there's no fourth wall. It's just that there are no rules. Can, can I? Can and I and give therefore, you... you you're no longer 
the, your agency has been taken away, and whereas you thought you had power and control, it's the loss of control. Yeah. You're, you're on a roller coaster, you feel safe, and then suddenly the, 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 the thing break. holding you in yeah. place moves. Yeah. yeah. So the, the headset. That, that's true horror. I think that's the essence of good the, horror. The Oculus Rift that a friend of mine, no, the Oculus Quest that a friend of mine lent me, it's got cameras dotted around the face piece. Mm. And so when you put it on, you can choose to either be stationary, so you're just sitting in a chair playing, or you can use one of the controllers to paint out an area on the floor. And that is an area that you can move around in in the game world. If you move out of that, then the game world vanishes and you get grainy, grayscale footage of the world that these cameras are picking up. So the camera's all the way around it, stitched together a 3D image. And it's basically, once you've painted the area out, it's to stop you like punching through your television or knocking a glass over or something. And I thought, I don't know if this has been done, but a horror game that uses that and while you're in the headset, does the thing as if you've just like dropped out, like you've you've gone past the barrier. So mm. it shows you what it can see, but then overlaying on top of what you can see another presence in the room. It's pipes. Yeah. So like if you know if it's if, something if, by standing by the curtains yeah, that shouldn't if, be. If there. you were yeah. sitting on the sofa watching yeah. me looking like an idiot, and then I go past the boundary, everything's grayscale, everything's fuzzy, I see you. And then I glimpse this, and the, oh, I've just realised. And then when so, you go to look back, it's not there. Well, what I was going to say with the fo- old foveated, re- foveated rendering is where it picks up what you're looking at. It's got eye. There are headsets with eye tracking. Mm. If it saw that you'd clocked it, then it could get rid of it. The second, like, even yeah. if you looked looked away and then looked back, yeah. then it could go. Yeah. I don't. That might. If that. If listeners, if you know that that's a thing that's been done, let me know because I don't want to play it. I just want to know it exists because that sounds. Fucking horrible. Mm. But the idea of it, like, giving you this safety overlay, because that's what it is. It's for safety, it's, so it's, you don't know. Yeah, it. it's kind of... It, it's also, like, it's a fear of madness. It's a fear of... Um, the the existential fear of, is my reality the same as your reality? And all those kind of deeply fundamental philosophical questions that we sort of bury down, because otherwise you just simply can't get on with your day. You end up too knurred, mm. to use the phrase. Um, I, th- I think the horror which touches on that um, is is very very interesting to me, and there are very it, it, it can touch on any kind of theme. Um, so yeah, I, I think that that's the most frightening monster for me the the fear of losing control. Mm. There we go. I'm glad we came to that conclusion. But do you know how you would lose control if you were being chased by a fucking Frankenstein down the street? It'd be horrible. You could just get in, like you could get in a get in an Uber. Think what the rates would be. That would be surge pricing if ever there was. Could just ask the More Frankenstein like nicely. Pricing. You could be like, "Look, mate, do you want a cup of tea?" This is clearly yes. a very, very traumatic time. I'm gasping. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so your solution is to invite them all in for tea, apart from vampires. Apart from vampires. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll take them tea out. Take it, yeah. <laughs> like, I'll put it through the through the window. But yeah. Get off. Yeah. Yeah. Get, get out. Go on. Get <laughs> sod with you. off. Go on. Psst. <laughs> Just get a spray bottle out. Yeah. Psh, psh, psh. Mist your vampires regularly. <laughs> Training your vampire. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, we should probably talk about Garfield. I, I do like that this has what been time a, is a it? Halloween. Oh, God, it's a long one. This has been a Halloween-y podcast. It a Halloween-y podcast. Yeah. Apart, unless you're a Patreon listener listening to this on the 24th. October, in which case it's been a very short... It's spooky month, so I think, you know, 
That's no. allowed. No, no, it's not. Theirs is next month. Is it? Isn't it next week? Because well, they I said get at the two. Start, Patreon listeners get two spooky. No, they episodes. don't. This, no, this episode is not spooky if you're a Patreon backer. The episode that's spooky if you're a Patreon backer comes out next but week. But it's okay to be spooky today. It's allowed. Is it? Yeah. Oh, no, you were yeah, the vampire all along. It's spooky season. Ooh. Goth Christmas. I think a pumpkin is the scariest fruit. I like a pumpkin. We've got a mini pumpkin in the It's kitchen. got googly eyes on it. Yeah, I should, I should bake it and eat it. Well, now who's the monster? It was man all along. Oh, it was. Hey now, man. you're a monster. Get your you. on. Go. go. Hey. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> all right then. Yeah, fine. Right, Garfield. First panel. <laughs> hey, um, first panel is a question that I I feel like this is actually quite reflective of the podcast we recorded last week, um, wherein. A man rubs a cat the wrong way. Yeah. And the cat reacts powerfully to this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so Lyman hey, is here. This is the first OD free comic since OD was introduced. Yeah, you're it was right. Introduced. 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 You're right, yeah. Lyman is here. And Lyman is um stroking Garfield and Garfield is sort of sitting on Very a table. Content. Yeah. Both of Lyman's hands are um, on Garfield's rump. If we're going for spooky times, um imagine if that's all of Lyman's body. Oh god. There's like his, just his, his little two, feet. Yeah, we just see two hands touching, like one bit on Garfield's rump, one bit on his back, a tiny hint of neck, and then Lyman's big head with his weird fucked up moustache and his tiny pinprick spider eyes. Also, his eyes are really small compared to John's. I don't like this as a stylistic choice. No, it, it is makes them look like they're different yeah. um, species. Different species. Yeah. Um, but if this was just all Lyman's body was, just like eight weird little toes, no, six weird little toes attached to a neck. And he just sort of and yep. the place, which he doesn't. Yeah. Um. So Lyman is, um, yeah, stroking Garfield. Garfield doesn't he looks quite cute? Here. Yeah, he's he looks very, really contented. He's kind of got his little eyes closed. He's got a cute little smile on his face. And Lyman says, "Does it hurt to rub a cat the wrong way?" And John says, "I don't know." John looks defeated. It. Yeah. Well, his hand looks weird. Does he? Or does he just look a bit like, like indifferent? Bored. I, yeah, I think that's what I mean he's by defeated. Bored. Like he's. There's the, there's not much of him left. He's Life's got him down so much already. Like John, you have no idea mm. what is what is in store for you. Uh, panel two is a big old action shot. It is. It's like um, one of those classic kind of tumbleweed fight scene impressions mm. where you've got lots of arms and legs and, and hands dust and, and limbs, shoes. The Beatles and... also once described like that as like a cartoon fight dust cloud brought to life, yeah. and I really liked that. Um, oh, that was a was a reaction. Yeah. No, that was like a... What was uh, that? Uh, no, that was agreement. Um, sanguine agreement. Um, and there's a kind of uh, sound effect at the top, which is... Uh, in this, I'm just going to move this microphone close to me so I can lean in and really have a good old describe. Uh, we've got Garfield's three heads, all four heads, all of which are wildly open-mouthed... This is some colour out of space stuff, isn't it? This is some colour out of space stuff. Um, Garfield's teeth are really pointy again. I don't like that. Um, Lyman is in very... Again, it's another biblical. It's the thing. Garfield. It is the thing. There's lots of faces. There's lots of limbs. There's lots of punching. I really don't like Garfield with sharp, aggressive teeth. I find that upsetting. Look at his Yeah, mouth. I can see it now. It's it's quite hard to see from a distance, but yeah. No, I don't like it. It's horrible. It's, it's, it's very bad. Uh, just limbs everywhere. Lots of heads. I think Lyman's got four heads. Garfield's got four heads. There's misc arms. It really is. It really is chaos. There's it's a couple chaotic of, violence. There's a couple of stars 
springing out from it to really imply somebody's getting bopped on the mm. noggin. All of this. And then the final panel, um, Garfield has disappeared. Lyman looks fully like he's been caught in an explosion. He does. It looks his, like someone has just handed him a comedy trick cigar and it's exploded yeah. in his face. His hair is all frazzled. His moustache is all fucked up. His clothes are blackened. And partially and, ripped off. like, shredded. Yeah. Genuinely looks like he's been caught in an explosion. John is looking at him with wide open eyes. And Lyman says, yep. And that's it. Don't dislike it. I think it's funny. I, I don't... I don't think it's funny, but it's mildly amusing. Yeah. It's so, in it's in the, the sweet spot of Garfield, which is low effort, low resource, low yield, low reward. Well, that made me think of the G spot, and now I hate everything that we've ever done. The Garfield sweet spot. G stands for Garfield. I don't like this. You didn't have dis- to say that. I had to. If look. If I have to suffer with this knowledge, you have to suffer with this knowledge. Um, so, we're initially supposed to think that he's talking about does it hurt the cat to rub mm. a cat the wrong way. Uh, Garfield reacts, and then Lyman, amusingly, I like. I think that's quite a nice deadpan delivery. Lyman's, yep. I think that's quite funny. Yeah. I think John's face is quite funny. Um, again, may not be the sum of its parts. No. But... It's a serviceable Garfield cartoon. It's a serviceable Garfield. A surf yeah. Garf. Yeah. It's Garfield. Anything else to say? No. Yeah, all right then. Cool. I, I, I don't. I don't dislike it. No, there's not much more to say about it than that. I don't think it's. It's. A, it's just a straightforward. This this podcast would be five minutes long, wouldn't it? I thought we were going to say this podcast would be better if we didn't talk about Garfield. <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day, and it needs the looming threat of Garfield. It does. Because from that, that's how we spin the gold out of straw we're putting to off avoid talking about talking Garfield. About Garfield. Yeah. If we didn't have to talk about Garfield, we'd have nothing to talk about because there'd be no... Um, I keep forgetting the and word... No threat of Garfield. Well, what's the word that I'm looking for? Impetus? No, it begins with E. And it's when you're um, like encouraged to do something like economically. What's the uh, incentive? The, yes, incentive begins with E. It ends yeah, with an, e. an incentive. Shut up. Uh, there's, there, there would be no incentive for us mm. to like really take ideas to their logical conclusion. Yeah. Which listeners may think, "Gosh, what a blessed breath of fresh air <laughs> that would be." Um, but I think it would it would lose something. Yeah, I think so. Anyway. Do you know what it certainly would lose? Uh, the comments. The comments. Angel Princess, Ugh. almost 11 years ago, says, Wow, Garfield's vicious. Garfield fan says, I know, right? What is that? Um, Goat from PBS. I-H... What? So, what they've sent is a... Se- it looks like a... Um... Tosema? Oh, it's just a series of letters. I-, I think it's a big acronym, and it's like, uh, I have to obviously assert some... Moggies that I am can often try being your wacky and beautiful old lady. Like that, it, but it feels yeah. like that's maybe something. No one in the comments knows what it means either. What? Artaka913, oh boy, well, it doesn't hurt a dog. Well, we weren't talk- the thing is, we weren't we, talking about a dog. If we so... strike bourbon the wrong way. He quite, he likes, quite likes it. Some cats don't. You can, that, that's Moxie some, wouldn't, I don't Oh, no, think. sometimes I've given Moxie the old wrong way wrong. Just gently. Some cats, you've, you've, when you stroke yeah. a cat, you've got to just be you've aware of what they want. You've got to give a little gentle rub. It's yeah. like that 
you know, dogs are just happy to be out. Like, they're happy to be there. Yeah. Whereas cats, they've got their own thing going on. And you yeah. need to be mindful of that. Look at Lyman, says M.I. He's in every panel of the comment. Fuller the face borrower replies with, look at him, behold. Behold the Lyman. Uh, Garfield is cool too. Says, nice. nice. All right, okay. Rascal Garfield says, XD, i.e. the little emoticon. Lyman is beaten up, squished flat, clawed into and diced into many parts. Fucking hell. But he's not, though. He's not. He? Like, because he, he's a whole man. He's a whole man. But again, is it people trying to play with the joke and play like in the space of the yeah, joke? Yeah, but they're like, they're trying to make a, you know, Michelangelo's David out of plasticine and just coming up with a weird little guy. Yeesh, a bit overreacting, are we? Says Luke, clearly taking the side of Lyman and John. Mm. Captain Corgi says, yes, it does. Rather subtle, isn't he? Who's the hater he's talking about? I don't about. get it. This is like my aunt's cat. Don't touch the belly. But Yeah, all right. You know, Curiosity killed the Lyman. You know what? That's not what. That's not the worst. No. That's not the worse. worst comment. Uh, Hungry for Quisps says, I'm with Garfield on this one. What was Lyman thinking? Yeah. Fat cat animations. Owie, owie, owie. I got hit by a truck, says... Garfield is the king, man. I don't quite know what to make of that comment. Sometimes we get comments that are worth looking at. Yeah, that that was very. Um, None of those comments. That were was good. a poor harvest. It was a poor harvest. Mm. The um, well, that's because of Dracula's all getting into the potatoes. Vampire watermelons, isn't it? They suck back. They suck back. Well, this I. That's I, a long one. I don't know why this that is. That is a long one. This is still recording on two tracks. No, I don't. I need, if it I, hasn't worked, I will Oh, no, then I I've just cry. talked to my spouse for an hour. Oh, no. Oh, sitting, having a lovely conversation with my wife for an hour. Oh, heaven forfend. Gracious. I wouldn't like to get jabbed in the bum by a devil with a trident. No, I wouldn't. Like no. what? Like the dog from Tom and Jerry, when he's the devil. Yeah. And Tom is stuck in the cauldron, getting all jabbed. I'd hate that. I don't like it. No, yeah, I don't, it's I don't very like frightening. It. I, wouldn't, I would not like it. No. No, sir. No. Any other like misc beasts that you'd um, Mothman. Mothman. The I just... Jersey Devil, I wouldn't care for. I don't, I'm not mad He's frightened of cryptids, guy. but again, like any of them just having a go, I wouldn't be happy about. No. Like I'll, that would be quite frightening. I think seeing something. That's... What about like a sea monster? Uh, well, we we live we're quite sort of. I mean, I'm from Coventry, well, from near Coventry, which is one of the places furthest from the sea in the United Kingdom. So, like, the fear or of like kelpies is never... Or, like, a water monster. Like, what if there was, like, a like a bad fishman? Like a bad fishman? Yeah. My name's Bad Fishman. From bad Fishman's Bar and Grill. Yeah. Like, fish on the top, legs on the bottom, running at you really quickly. <laughs> yeah. That'd be terrible. <laughs> oh, no. Woo! Yeah, I wouldn't care for that. No. Um... Thank you for listening to this podcast that's been about Garfield the Cat. Thanks, everyone. Um, if you, I'm going to go and watch the Backstreet Boys video with all the monsters in it now. What? <gasps> have you not seen it? It was Backstreet's Back. They did a video right. in a haunted house. Like, oh, is that what... Um, with the horrible fish man. Is that what Bob's Burgers were riffing on in that one episode where they went to the haunted house? It might have been. And then that was the, the bit at the end. Which yeah, was, it would have yeah. been, I expect. Okay, well, yeah. I didn't know that. Um... Once again, imagine if the song Ghostbusters was released without the film. <laughs> I never thought of that. Have you not that's considered great. this no, before? That's, no, that's great. Yeah. This is a fun thought just, exercise. Just, just a song with what a fully if... fledged narrative. <laughs> be... Who are you going to call Ghostbusters? It's like, okay, good song, I guess. Yeah. I, I will call those men. People would have been like 
thinking of extended metaphors for it. Like it was somehow a, um, a, a something to do with the Cold War or mm. the threat of communism or the looming evils of capitalism. It's like, no, it's just about people who bust ghosts. Well, yeah, what sort of thing? There's yeah. like only two or three kinds of song and they're songs about like love and fucking, songs about fear, and then one song about busting ghosts. <laughs> Yeah, Agadoo being, of course, a song about busting ghosts. A busting ghost, yeah. Because yeah. uh, you push pineapple, but you push the ghosts back into yeah. it. Because yeah. that's where ghosts, well, come, where ghosts from. come from. And that's why when you eat pineapples, the enzymes can damage your teeth. Yeah. It's all ghosts having a go at it. It's all ghosts. Thank you very much yeah. for listening to <laughs> Allergic this. Allergic to dairy, and we've got ghosts. This Garfield podcast. <laughs> if you've enjoyed this, you can sign up to our Patreon. If you're not a Patreon, it's too late for you to sign up to listen to this. No. No, if you no listen to this, if you're not a Patreon member and enjoy the spooky bits, then if you do sign up to the Patreon and happen to listen to this again, you're not allowed to hear those spooky bits. Right, because that's how it works. Okay. If you're a Patreon backer, you get early release episodes. You get just about bi-weekly when our lives aren't collapsing episodes of I Don't Like Birthdays, which yes. is basically this. And then six pound backers get additional things stuff. there's been an essay as and when a print <laughs> as and when yeah, yeah stuff I, as and when <laughs> i think it's worth it i, I do i'd give me six pounds yeah. if i had six pounds to give me yeah. that's patreon.com slash idlm podcast you can also tweet at the podcast at idlm podcast it's lovely we like hearing from people we do um, and it's really nice when people tell other people about our podcast because that um is the best thing that people yes, can do for, so, for free and it's just nice to know that we're not entirely shouting into a void and that you, this brings joy to people if you've listened to this and would like to draw what we've described <gasps> yes please do again stupidity vortex on twitter is absolutely doing knocking incredibly out of the well just other, doing god's work I, I think there's one one for each episode since we started doing this so far and they're they are incredible. wonderful they're absolutely incredible. and we're very oh, grateful that's probably the fireworks. The fireworks still. again. Yeah. Um, we are very grateful oh, for that. Oh, Moxie. Oh, honey. Oh, she's probably off, like trying to catch the mouse oh, that's going no. down. Oh, oh, she's no. all right. Oh, she just did that little run when there's noises. Yeah, outside. but she always does little runs because she's an anxious oh, cat. No. Don't worry. Don't, it's fine. As long as they're not too loud. I, it's fine. Okay. Oh, my God. What was I going to say? Yeah, draw along with this. And as Kat said, if you'd like to leave us a little rating or a review, a Rooney. Uh, that would be delightful um, on like Apple Podcasts or wherever because that gets this out to people's ears. Uh, tell your friends, post on Facebook. I've listened to a podcast about Garfield, but minute by minute, it was an hour and 20 minutes of not Garfield mm. and then about eight minutes of dismissive, quick Garfield chat. Um, I, I Yeah, you're absolutely right. It wouldn't be the same if we didn't have the threat of Garfield looming on the horizon. It's the, the sword of Damocles yeah. just hanging above us because without that, it'd be like, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. Bored now. I'm going to go and play Diablo 3. Yeah. Other games are available. Or whatever. The village of Tristram. Deckard Kane. <laughs> right. And on that note, that's thank a, you, everyone. That's a wee pop one. It yeah. goes wee and then pop. So, thank you very much for listening. We do appreciate it. Thank you. Tell your friends. And, oh, I cleaned the front room the other day and you I did, found the letter you. that Dr. Wright sent us. Oh, excellent. Was then reset. Oh, right. <laughs> um, and it's upstairs, but now I don't know where I've put it. Where's so, the other one? Somewhere. Oh, beans. It's, no, it's, no, it's, it's, in a, it's in my pile of objects. For two people with an exciting assortment of mental health conditions, we do all right. We but do we all do right. sometimes lose things. Don't send us another. I don't want three copies of the same letter <laughs> in increasingly large font. Describing your 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 <laughs> conviction that that John Arbuckle killed and ate his wife, I, I don't need this in my life. 
Um, but we do read uh, your we do read your comments on Patreon. We we need to work out a structured way of replying to those. We'll we get do. to that later. Right, that's enough of this. I think actually, what I need to do is just sort of listen to the bit where I stitched this yeah. this podcast together. Um, Thanks, I've folks. got. Oh wait, Catherine, what day is it today? It's Monday. Moon day. Moon. Moon. Full moon day. Uh, thank you. Uh, hey, Catherine. Yeah. Catherine. Catherine. What? Um, what's a werewolf's favorite base for a white sauce? I don't know. What's the favorite werewolf's favorite base for a white sauce? A roo. Very good. <laughs> 